Welcome to the Lila Life Show. This is your host, Linda Andrews, and thank you so much for tuning in. With any episode that we have, whether it's a solo cast or a guest expert interview, my intention is for you to be able to anchor into yourself, to ground into yourself, and to explore, whether that's a new concept, an idea, whether something's intuitive in you going off, or there's just something that you hadn't thought of in a different way before. I hope you get to explore curiously, to sense make, and to activate something in yourself that you hadn't had activated. Enjoy today's show. As always, please like, share, subscribe, do the thing, and we hope to help support you consciously up-leveling in your life and business, the Leela way. Welcome to the Leela Life Show. I am your host, Linda Andrews, and today I'm here to talk to you about control energetics. Often I've noticed in the world that people, myself included, want to exhibit control as a way to reduce uncertainty and so to achieve the aim of certainty. We can see this flood out from not only ourselves, but the desire sometimes to control others, again, to reduce that uncertainty and reduce that fear. So I want to talk about some of these concepts in greater detail and see what kind of light bulbs and pings go off on go off in your head, in your life, in your business, and notice how this shifts your decision-making over time. Two prerequisites. One is grace, letting yourself be gentle with yourself. This is going through some inner inquiry, some deeper understanding. So giving yourself grace, a lightness, a gentleness to explore these topics, And two, to the extent that you can, is stepping into observation mode, observing yourself with awareness. It's like you get into a bit of a higher perspective, higher consciousness to unpack some of these themes. I'm certain things will shift for you and be gentle with those shifts. It could also come in some of your relationships that could include you setting different boundaries, maybe standing up for yourself. And so again, being gentle. I am a human who is an integrative advisor helping emerging business owners in their practices or their businesses grow, getting to that $1 million mark through the integrative advisory practice. I myself have been a trauma, when I say thriver, not a survivor, a thriver, and uh, have lived through some of these topics and think they're relevant and important today. So what are these, what, what are energetics? These are the subtleties behind actions, behind thoughts. You can just tune in. When you're being aware of something, it's like, what's really going on there? Our senses, our five senses are said to be able to be capturing anywhere from one to 5% of what's actually going on. So there's a lot left that we don't even know that if we start tuning into the energetics that have to do with these different concepts, you may be able to understand more. This can affect your relationships, work, society, and be visible through different structures, existing and new. These energetics will help you understand not only power struggles, but just relating in different ways. And yes, power struggles, like when you feel that tension, when you feel that resistance with others, that can be a clue, but that's not the only way that these things can present. So there is a spectrum and this spectrum of control and these energetics can be from good, benevolent, right? Giving guidance or structure to society or different institutions or groups. And it can be oppressive where it's exertion of authority and limiting that personal autonomy. So noticing 
when you're paying attention to control, is it helpful? Is it benevolent? Or does this go to oppression and limiting others? Can control be a positive force? I'm not necessarily giving you all the answers. This is something to explore within yourself. But can there be a positive force to these control energetics? Sure, right? In education, maybe for early ages where there is structure and guidance that are helping kids or students learn effectively uh, in a society, helping maintain order. And I think in all these contexts and many others, it's worth revisiting and just asking some of these questions and seeing, does this get us to our desired goals, our desired outcomes as a collective? What's the deal with autonomy? This is your ability to make independent decisions, right? You're an autonomous being, sovereignty, your ultimate authority, your ability to have that self-governance. We'll dive deeper into those as well. But the big theme to pay attention to here is fear. Fear can have people making concessions or accepting control in certain situations. This is for that desire of security and certainty. There's so many different ways we can see this play out. Again, I'm wanting to invite you to explore these themes in the ways that apply to you. So coercion, manipulation, and extortion. These can seem like um, very not excessive, but like strong words, coercion, forcing or threatening someone to act against their will, manipulation, subtle influences to control action or emotion and extortion uh, through force or threats. There can be some intersections of those. I would say like subtle manipulation, right? The control of actions or emotions through certain behavior. This could be guilt tripping, gaslighting are some of those. There's many others, but just seeing Number one, when you do this to others, right? It's not just, oh, everybody else does it. You may be engaging in some of these behaviors. And then yes, when it's being done to you. There is a cycle that I think is worth exploring as well. And this is how fear, trauma connect to these control cycles. So fear, right? Perpetuating control dynamics because of the power it has as a motivator, driving individuals to accept control in search for safety, where that trade-off is. Uh, how can past trauma create vulnerability and heightened fear responses, right? These are neuro impressions going through your brain from past events that make you perceive threats from other things even accept control as excessive because of the familiarity to some of the dynamics. You can per perpetuate these control cycles having gone through trauma in the past. Again, you as the one just delivering those or receiving those. So noticing, are you impressing your desire for control on others or are you being controlled by others? There are ways, we talked a little bit about school, religion is another one, right? In school, parents wanting to have control over the kids for their upbringing, their safety, someone even say this is their duty. Uh, schools are an extension often of the parenting and then influencing the kids' perceptions of authority. Again, this not being good or bad, but just sharing like, this is an obvious one where this is happening. Uh, where do religious institutions enforce control dynamics? Again, there can be the comfort and the structure that is meeting a benevolent need, but where can that go into maybe strict rules and hierarchies and some of these other themes of manipulation, uh, coercion, extortion even, that can be at play. 
it's not going to be every time, right? And it's not going to be every religion, but I think it's worth taking a look and asking, is this present? These environments shaping individuals' perception of control, autonomy, and of fear, certainly through early life experiences and this programming or deepening how we respond to control throughout our life. So autonomy, this, your ability to make independent decisions, emphasizing the importance for personal growth and, de and development. Sovereignty, the ultimate authority and self-governance, having control over your life, your life choices, the importance of balancing control with autonomy and sovereignty, having this be your equilibrium for overall well-being. A question, right? Is this a human right? Is this a civil right for every human to be autonomous and sovereign? And how different governments and different ruling classes can answer that question throughout the globe. We're a global society, right? Some like to even say cosmic society, yet some people are living in different environments where these things are stronger than others. And say like a democracy where you think, oh, there's all this freedom, but maybe there's subtleties to control mechanisms as well. So how do you break free from unhealthy control cycles? Again, I talked about awareness. This is always the starting point. How can you even know these things are going on if you're not aware? So having that time for self-reflection and overall healing, this is really important. We talked about control dynamics, power dynamics, influence. This is huge, influencing others, influencing yourself, noticing who you let influence yourself, starting to tune into manipulation tactics and techniques, uh, and paying attention to this even in the mindset and the, the psychological aspect, which is, is the majority of this. I think social media is a huge piece that we could talk through for a moment where there's some very subtle ways that these are these tactic tactics are being introduced. I believe it's 41 states are, you know, suing a different social media company because they're saying that this is demonstrating different control behaviors. We'll see how the lawsuit goes. You can learn about those specifics outside of this channel, but what I would encourage you to consider is when you're engaging with these tools, just noticing what's being influenced for you. You know, I think about, they say one in four girls are suicidal from social media under the age 18. You don't turn 18 and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're 18, it's one one in 4.2. Like that, that statistic isn't gonna change drastically because a bunch of people turned 18, right? So paying attention even as a woman or a man or how you identify, uh, okay, yeah. Control is happening, influence is happening. There are subtleties that are happening through using these different tools. What's the big deal? This is eroding your trust of yourself, your self-esteem. And because of these control dynamics, it can lead to a feeling of powerlessness. So paying attention to where this is even showing up in your life and then noticing how it's affecting you. And it may seem counterintuitive for some of these things to be connected and related, but you may be able to start connecting the dots and notice this control energetic, okay? So again, tuning in, seeing where this is showing up in your relationships, in your relationship with tools like social media is very important. 
So there is a natural instinct and desire for power, for certainty, uh, in the six human needs that Tony Robbins explains, he says certainty and uncertainty are two of the human needs. And these are opposing forces, certainty and uncertainty. And these are natural, right? And many people, some people are thrill seekers and they love uncertainty. We all have a desire for uncertainty. We all have a desire for certainty, but it's how much and at what expense. So start to pay attention to this. One in control when there is uncertainty and we're living at a time for many that feel like max uncertainty, it could be natural to want to alleviate anxiety through control to have a sense of order. And there's some fallacies that are involved in this because we know that we can't control every single aspect of life. The future is unpredictable. This rigid control leads to even more stress, more anxiety, and more powerlessness when your outcomes do not align with your expectation. This is what I call expectation hangover. So we know that life is unpredictable. We know that uncertainty exists, and yet we're defying the laws of nature to have there be no uncertainty and everything to be uncertain. You can see how this can be challenging. So here are some meditative journaling prompts I have for you to explore. Where are you in your control spectrum, right? If if control is a, if the control energetic is a spectrum, how do you receive being controlled and how do you try to control others? And you can have this be intersecting for different life areas, parts of your business. Noticing what emotions arise when you're just checking in with yourself, right? Does something feel particularly sticky or bad? Where's that showing up in your body? How does your breathing change? This is gentle. I'm not a mental health expert. You can outsource this, but understanding the role of fear and past trauma, reflect on past experiences and traumas that could have influenced your perception of control, autonomy, and fear. What are any patterns, in your responses to authority. I had a challenging experience or also known as a wrongful arrest when I was a teenager. And that was something that shaped me forever. I mean, if a cop stands by me today, I can feel my throat close up immediately and go into a bit of a PTSD state. It's taken me a long time to work on and work through. And that's an example of a past trauma that could influence your perception of control. Think through the different life transitions, childhood to adulthood, and your understanding of control, how that's changed throughout your different roles, and noticing when you've had those shifts in your own perception around authority and autonomy. You know, it's like you're trained through these different institutions, often respect your elders, follow the rules, don't talk, listen whatever the programming could have been. And then there's a point where it's like, hey, you're an adult. You get to make these choices. You actually have to own these choices. And how do you react with that autonomy and being your own authority? How does your own autonomy, your own power affect your well-being? What could that balance look like for you? And then lastly, where can you break three free from unhealthy control cycles? Where do you feel trapped? What are some steps that you can take to break free and regain your autonomy and sovereignty? 
and what support or resources do you need for your journey? So there's a lot there. You can replay that last section and take yourself through some gentle meditation. When I say meditative journaling, I recommend you get into a space and a state that you want to do some diving in, get that favorite journal, your favorite pen, set the music, uh, have distraction-free zone, put your phone away, and just letting yourself dive in, writing through whatever comes up for you as it relates to these control dynamics. All right, that's what I have for you today. I wanted to just share a few updates. So this is marking the beginning of a short season for the Lila Life Show. I have a number of podcasts guests coming up back on the show. I'm really excited to explore some different topics around well-being, prosperity, consciousness, around life and business with the aim of helping you, specifically if you're an emerging entrepreneur, going from pre-revenue to a million dollars in annual revenue. But for anyone, I think these topics can apply and I would love to hear feedback along the way. I run Leela Life according to the seasons of the Northern Hemisphere. So we have our winter solstice coming, 1221, and we have episodes between now and then, and then that 1221 winter solstice will have a little celebration moment of that zero point energy, and then we'll be ramping up into the spring equinox. And these will be these 90 day cycles. You'll start to see more consistency and it should just be really fun. So I have some different things coming online as it relates to the Leela Life membership, some different worksheets, some different templates, a lot of information there. As an integrative advisor, I help people using the Leela Way framework, which is heal, be, create in life and business, which is a hybrid approach of consulting and coaching. If you need support on your journey, we have some different flexible packages that can be personalized to you. Hop on for your free consult call. I would love to support you wherever you are on your journey. That's a 40-minute session where we can just dive in. You'll have some key action takeaways, and you'll get to understand what it's like to work with me in this integrative advisory framework. And what else? We're going to be starting in January around the 21st. It's a Leela review and a Leela plan. These two sessions being back to back on the 21st and the 22nd of January. And then you'll be seeing those monthly. So that's going to be really fun. It's a way for you to get access to some group coaching, but also literally review your last cycle, which we're just following that seasonality of the 21st into the 22nd. It's enough time of the month that you have something to review and enough pre-time to the new month that you can start laying out that plan. And then again, harmonizing with those broader seasons and cycles. If you're in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're in the Southern Hemisphere, you just reverse it. So we're coming into our winter, our zero point. It's this ultimate wind down time. I love keeping that mantra going, especially if you keep yourself extra busy during the holidays. And then it's like between 1221 to 621 one summer solstice that you get the full ramp up and then we come back into the cycle going to peak point the zero point again in the winter so we'll spend some more time diving into that as well uh, really pumped for the episodes to come hop on for your free consult call sign up for the Lila life collective get on the newsletter list and be sure to like, subscribe, share if you're not already. I appreciate your love and support. I do this for you. And uh, I hope you got what you needed from today's 
episode on control dynamics, control energetics, and that you can have an aha moment in your own life where you need to step up or set some boundaries and uh, sending you much love on the journey. Take care. Thanks for tuning into our show today. Please like, share, subscribe, send to a friend, give the review. And always, if you have feedback, we want to hear team at lilalife.co. Feel free to email us and follow us on social. You can reach us there. Sending you blessings as always. Much love.